Hello and welcome to Content Not Available, a podcast about online content and culture. I'm Dan. And I'm Adam. And today we're talking about the evolution of gaming habits, not to be confused with the evolution of dance, because that trend has long since passed and the hopes of getting viral are slowly fading away. I like how uh, how you decided that the best joke to open with was with a reference to a <laughs> to, to like one of the oldest like viral YouTube videos. I'm sure a lot of a lot of the audience are going to get that one. I really hope so, because if not, I'm going to feel very very old very quickly. But no, and it'll probably be <laughs> our listeners are probably going to be mostly millennials anyway. So I think we're going to be. Okay. I hope we're fine. We we should be fine. But yes, uh, it it was. This is something that's been near and dear to my heart for the, for the last few days, actually, now, because I, I don't know about you, but, like, I've been just really focusing on a lot of nostalgic stuff recently. Like, the, the urge to play some, like, old PlayStation games, like, PlayStation 1 games is just hitting me really hard. And it got me thinking about... Um, it got me thinking, basically, about how we've all changed and how the likes of multiplayer games has affected almost like people's attention span, if that makes sense. Like, I I don't know about you or, or the people listening to this. I'd be very, very interested to know what all of you think, but has, has the likes of multiplayer games like Call of Duty kind of affected your attention span for story-driven narrative games, if that makes sense. Because it definitely um, has for me. I, I, it, for me, it, it's, it's been a little different because I think we, we're both kind of going that way where our, we're more concerned or want to play single-player games more. And it kind of comes down to uh, a few things. One, where, you know, I'm at least speaking for myself, I'm getting older and my reflexes aren't aren't what they used to be uh but also a lot of multiplayer games these days are quite uh cyclical so you know take let's take tarkov as an example yeah. um it is like the like tarkov well tarkov sorry is not the best example because it's uh it's still in beta and it's not currently like in its finished state yeah uh but something like apex legends or like battle royale or uh yeah battle royales in general well that's the genre yeah, we'll kind of go with um, or League of Legends as well as another one where it's they're just multiplayer games mm-hmm. and you only play against other players, but every time you play it, it's pretty much the same experience, except for obviously like the seasonal stuff that they throw in or major oh, yeah. updates to the game. But, or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but the the thing is is that I don't really that is not as rewarding as playing through a campaign or a narrative. Yeah. Um, it it really j- just feels like at least to me it's starting to feel like if like if I hop on and play Battlefield Five on my own it just feels like I'm grinding a day away and all of a sudden it's fucking eleven at night and <laughs> on a Saturday and I'm like oh well I actually achieved virtually fucking nothing today yeah. where whereas with narrative games there's there's more of a sense of achievement and you're actually like experiencing and seeing shit um, which I think is uh, it, it's just it's just kind of more valuable. With with my time as well. 
to the way um, I feel about it is like the, it, it's been so long since I've found a game or no, yeah, I found a game that like I was thinking about all throughout the day. Like I've, I remember there were times when I was like I completely forgot what the fuck Pythagoras's theorem was in maths class because I was too focused on like uh, I don't know like. Will CJ catch that damn train, or what will happen after I do it, you know? I, I wanted mm -hmm. to get home and finish something, or, you know, I tried so hard and got so far to beat that boss, but it never happened. And I finally figured out, or you hear it in the schoolyard. Um, okay, actually, real-life example, and it was actually really silly now that I think about it. Um, one of the crash bosses, um, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Engine. Um, no, it wasn't. It was it was one of those bosses where he basically, he transforms into this gigantic monster. And me and my dad could not beat him. And for that whole day in school, um, I was talking with a friend of mine about it. And he was the, he was the best at this. He, uh, he, he had finished the game and that made him a god in the class. Mm -hmm. And he told me exactly how to do, how he beat him, beat the guy. And I wanted to get home. I wanted to rush home and, and complete it. I, I don't, you don't feel, I don't, I don't feel that anymore with, uh, with most multiplayer games. I think it's, I think it's because, like, they're so quick in succession that, like, that's a, for, for me, as I say, it's, it's lack of attention span, I think. Is, is my issue now. I think it's a lack of a sense of achievement in multiplayer games, because what are you, what, are, like, what, where, where, let, let me ask you this, and it's going to sound a, a little ridiculous. Um, like, it. where does a, an exclusively multiplayer game end? And obviously I don't mean an individual, like, match that you match make into yeah. before annuals, like, oh, well, it ends when someone gets to the score you need. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's no um there, there's no end to it like there you don't reach a point where you've won league of legends you know um no un unless you're a pro you go pro and then play for a few seasons and retire yeah uh th there isn't so there's no there isn't really a benchmark for success even for like it's kind of why like to get kind of bring it back to like the evolution of of you know gaming habits like yeah. i used to be quite into esports um you know oh, yeah. I, yeah. me and a few friends try to run a smite team on console smite. lol yes um and uh you know did a modern warfare team on the three modern warfare 2 team on the 360 and some halo as well uh and would play uh, ranked and then also do uh uh do games on game battles and stuff mm -hmm. that was kind of Oh wow! Where I was going. Oh god, game battles! Yeah, yikes! Yeah, oh, real that hit shit. me in the in the in the nostalgia. Oof! Sorry, like, carry on, Jesus. I used to, I used to, I used to kind of give a shit about it. Um, and I think the last time I kind of cared at all about like my my online rank mm -hmm. was in Halo Five, where like I, I played Halo Five uh, mostly free for all ranked and got to champion eighty seven. I believe I was on. Um, and then once I hit that, I was like, well, okay. <laughs> I just stopped playing. I was like, well, I've, I mean, I've done that and there isn't really anything else more to do. I'd kind of, I think with, when it comes to multiplayer games, you kind of set a goal for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You and do. 
once you achieve that, you're kind of like, okay, cool. Well, I don't need to fucking keep playing this anymore. Like- now, the, the, the difference is, or like kind of an outlier is mm-hmm. like the social element of multiplayer games. Like, you know, how you, you and I would hop on to like the more brain dead shit like Battlefield 5 oh, yeah, yeah. to just like fuck exactly. around for a while. Well, I think it's it's a case of as well. Um, I sorry, I'm still just a little bit knocked at the the reference to to game battles. I remember having my first fucking my first clan match on that in in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, and it was uh, it was my clan of demented controller productions versus Carry On Gaming. Yeah, that was that's oof. Anyway, um, yeah, no, the last time that I actually strived to to get something or to unlock something in a multiplayer game, I'm pretty sure, as cringy as it sounds, was in Fortnite when they did the very first battle pass with the John Wick skin at the end of it. That that was uh. that was one of the first things I was like, oh my god, I need to finish these quests and I need to get a, I need to get this skin because this was the coveted skin. But then again, like. I I remember back in the day as well, it used to be the goal that everyone always wanted to get to is level 10 to prestige in Call of Duty. You know, level 55, 10 prestige. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oh, my boy. But then again, you could just go online and, you know, get into a boosted lobby. Remember you used to get private messages about boosted lobbies? Remember that shit? Yep. I remember a lot of shit like that. Uh, (laughs) I remember when people were trying to like as far as boosting goes, um, I remember the boosted lobbies for Halo Three multiplayer achievements, where there is some obscure language that you set your Xbox to, and then you set your searching preferences to search by language for Halo Three. That way, you only got paired with people oh, with <laughs> who, that, were, who were getting the achievements. Oh wow, that's that's clever, yo. It was yeah. I, I obviously I don't think that shit works anymore. It was it was interesting though. Um, I did it. Which achievement that I did it for? I oh, did it for. Don't expose yourself. Ah, fucking! This oh, is like two thousand and seven, man. Breaking news. Fourteen years yeah, ago. Still. Um, it was. I think I needed nice. help with because this. The, the thing is, like, some of them, well, they were all, like, horrifically RNG-based. Yeah. Like, one was in a free for, in a ranked free-for-all playlist, uh, you had to kill two people with one Spartan laser shot. Oh, wow. And oh, shit. That's, so, that's fucking tough, yo. Yeah. And, like, in a ranked free-for-all game, so one, you had to get a, get a map that had a Spartan laser on it. Two, you had to be lucky enough that two people lined up when you had it at full charge and hit them both with it with the one shot to kill them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That 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 I can that I can give you a pass on for for boost. Yeah. I, don't, that, I mean, that's like I got my fucking katana. I don't give a I don't give a shit. Um, like that's <laughs> like. And besides, I'm sure many people did it, and anyone who's like, "Well, I actually didn't have to do that." Great. I'm glad Oren Jesus was on your side, <laughs> but fuck. <laughs> fuck up that, you can you can climb back on your high horse and ride off into the sunset yeah like I, i'm pretty sure and I, i'd love to know whoever is listening to this what kind of achievements or ranks that you sort of got illegitimately by using various means and like i remember me in particular i was i was a bit of a devil for the l gears of war crab walking back in the day 
um, doing the crab walk glitch on gridlock. That was I love that no, shit. Oh, I remember that. I love yeah. that crap. Um, that and the kung. F- uh, what can I never say? It is kung fu flip as well on gridlock to get out out of the map. Like there, there, there are times that I wish I could just go back and play those versions of the game so I could do all that shit again. I really fucking do. But um, I'm sure you could. <clears throat> but yeah, like the, there was always ways of of manipulating that, and then that kind of made it like that kind of made that whole sort of goal to get to these things kind of pointless in a way because you were never going to get the high score in in anything back then. There was always like one hacker that had fucking Xbox buttons in his gamer tag, which you couldn't fucking do. You know? Oh, do you mean on the on the leaderboards yeah, in yeah. Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, ah, well, I just in general, like in any, any leaderboards in general, like there was always going to be a hacker. Like I remember people, like I'm pretty sure on my, my YouTube channel, I have a video of two guys with their gamer tags in the title saying cop boosting. And I said, I'm going to report it to Robert Bowling. <laughs> He's, you're going to get banned, guys. I saw you boosting in, in the back of that ship map. You know, I'm going to get you. Like, Oh, I love that shit so much. I fair folks to you for for putting your I was, uh, the community ahead of your personal safety. I was I I pleaded with Robert Bowling not to ban my quote unquote friends account because he boosted on a map or he did a glitch to get his uh, prestige levels up. That was that was a stressful time in my life. It really was. We I hit a low. My gaming habits took a <laughs> took a turn for the worse. Let's say. But like, it's just in general, the, the the reason why I kind of felt like I, I wanted to talk about this, and it, it it kind of all centers around Call of Duty in a way, but in my opinion, I, I have not played a campaign in any of these first-person shooters in, I, I don't know how long. Like, it's, it's, I think my last one was probably Black Ops 2, maybe. And like, I'd get these games... And I'd instantly just jump into multiplayer. I'd only pl- I'd only play multiplayer matches, and like they were only on for like 10, 15 minutes at most, and then you're you know forget it, move on to the next one. Um, and then I started to get into into mobas with with Dota, and then all of a sudden the matches were going on for like forty five minutes to an hour, and like that took that took a lot of getting used to. But once again, I, I think I'm trying to think of all the, the achievements that and like things I wanted to achieve and get out of these games, and you know I can't really think of it, and it's it's kind of shocking actually when I when I think, well, when I think about it and can't think of actually anything. <laughs> well, bear, bear in mind that like when you're, I think like gaming habits are mostly changed due to like where you are in your life. Um, but when when we were both like teenagers, it probably would have been, uh, you know, it was just to kill time. Like you get home from school and you'd fire up the Xbox and hop on with your with your mates, you know, and yeah. just and just play games. Um, like I remember it got to a point where me and two of my friends, like we'd meet up and hang out in person, and then be like, oh yeah, we we should like play Halo. All right, you go home and I'll go home, and then we'll, we'll get online <laughs> and play Halo together. Um, but, uh, you know, but like that's that that was fine, though. At that time in your life, you don't need to like if gaming shouldn't like I feel like shouldn't have like a, a strict directive like you no, like no, 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 no. 
anyone listening to this, please don't take this as like, well, cyclical multiplayer games are useless and you shouldn't play them. Um, no, like if you enjoy playing Battle Royales, fucking play Battle Royales. If you enjoy playing MOBAs, play MOBAs. Um, obviously it's all down to an individual's taste. But yeah. when, when you reach a point in your life, so for me right now, I have, you know, I've got commitments to my partner. Um, I've got personal projects to work on. Uh, I work full time. So my, my free time is relatively limited. Um, or I have to be, I have to be wise with, with how I choose to spend it. So for example, like hopping on and fucking just losing myself in Tarkov for a day isn't, it isn't the best use of my time when I could be playing something like Subnautica or The Witcher 3. Something narrative-driven that, you know, I'll get more from it because, like, especially with Subnautica, uh, taking that game as an example because it's what I'm playing currently. I um, I, I really hate that game, but I'll get into that later. It is a lot of unique experiences um, to offer. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't played another game like it that is, you know, a, a resource management survival game in a mostly flooded world. It's just, it's incredible. Um, But also what makes it stand out from other like survival games is that there's an end to it. Oh, there's an act- yes. Yeah, yeah, there is, yeah. The, you, and, and there is a narrative and there's a lot of exploration and finding, um, sort of like with, with, if you remember Mass Effect with your codex entries or like Dragon Age, I think it had, a, it wasn't called the Compendium, but it, yeah, it was like, I, an, I know, you know. I know what you mean. I, I would have gone with the likes of... um bioshock and the the audio files yeah it's like a a bio or like the bioware encyclopedia that they have in most of their rpg games oh yeah Um, actually yeah so there's there's so much there's so much in it and that's what's great about it because there is so much in it and there's so like there's a lot of interesting concepts and and stuff that it's stuff that the game does that is different um and for me as a player that that's the reward for me, I'm getting a unique experience that I wouldn't find anywhere else. Yeah. I think as well, um, and it's it's because um, a, a mutual friend of ours basically asked us a question which, which really hit me hard, which was, um, like, what was the last game you've completed fully? And I'm like, oh, that, that's Define easy. fully. Well, just like you, you completed the main story of it. And oh, like okay. I was like finishing a campaign, okay. And I was like, ah, it's easy, that's that's fine, of course. Oh, fuck, wait. Uh yeah, that's that's a hard question. Well and like I could technically say it was cyberpunk, but I haven't actually completed that. Cause I got sidetracked, because it was like, oh, if you want to go through this door and face the final level, there's no going back. So if you want to do stuff, do it now. And yeah, that's it. I I haven't finished it because of that. Um, and that, yeah, that got me thinking about trying to get back into um, single-player games. And at the minute now, like, I currently uh, just finished uh, literally in, I'd say, a day in combined hours, uh, not even a day, uh, Crackdown Tree. That was a, a very fucking fun game. I actually really enjoyed it because uh, it brought back PTSD of me playing Crackdown 1 on the 360, and I remember crying because uh, my save file got corrupted and I lost all my agility mm. orb process. Oh, no. 
and it reset the game. Right. And yeah, it's it's just not good. It is really not good. But anyway, I digress. Um, I finished it, and I was like, okay, cool. That was uh, that was fun. And now I'm now I'm starting uh, Yakuza Zero. Thankfully, that's on the that was on the Game Pass, and it's something that I've I've always wanted to, to try. Um, but the thing that I've found with the likes of Crackdown and any any single player games in general is that your your enjoyment and your progress of the game is purely based off of either your skill or your knowledge of the game. It's not based off of, as you would say, RNG or, you know, bad connections, laggy servers, potential hackers, all of these things that you that we would usually get frustrated over in Tarkov, for example. You know? it's That's what I love the most about it, is that you, you can play and just enjoy playing it rather than worrying about either your performance in the match or uh you know the reasons why you died you know? yeah you, you can play you can play a single player game without the concern of um extenuating circumstances yeah, impacting exactly, yeah. your ability to to enjoy it and um, I, that, that was a, that was a major a major kind of refresher for for me for for all of that plus as well i think as silly as it sounds, playing it on a controller even was uh, was was actually kind of uh, therapeutic in a way that you know I can sit back and you know sit with like with my legs crossed or something and just be like yeah just like it's 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 all it's all in the controller. It's I think it's just because it's so long that I've used a fucking controller. But um, yeah no I've, I I I just thought it was interesting how. All of these different types of games and all of these different genres have really kind of molded people's um, like experience and habits with with video games. Like personally, I cannot get into the likes of of Minecraft or or Rust, uh, like Ark, any of those games where you're just kind of thrown into a sandbox world being like, okay, you can do whatever you want, buddy. I, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Like, I need to be somewhat led. Just just a tad, you know? I, you I, need, I, I want to give need, little like, objectives. Yeah. Like, I want to, like, you know, craft this, you know, craft this, oh, and then you can do this with this. It's like, oh, shit, okay. Instead of just being like, right, Minecraft, go. Okay, I'm just gonna punch this tree because that's what everyone else does. And now, now what? You know, I don't have that creativity in my head to to build these gigantic to to like make your own fun. No, because I think that's what a lot of survival games require. At least with Minecraft, I think you really have to kind of create your own fun. Yeah, but like once again, it it kind of that that there was a a, a, like a subgenre that that really took took fucking hold. And geez, I remember when Minecraft first came out, and I am. uh, I think it's available still on my YouTube, or I might have, I might have hidden it, because I hid a lot of my past, um, thankfully. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet, somewhere, like some random Chinese website currently still showing Sandman2326 videos out there, Th- thanks for that. Um, but yeah, like, I-, I had Minecraft videos up there when it first came out, and 
oh boy, it's fucking, it's fucking something. Tell you what, if if you like two frames a second and uh, insanely nasally, like really kind of fucking talking like this, uh, Adam from Acronview, then yeah, you're you're gonna fucking love it because that's that's what it was like and it's awful. <sighs> Anyway, on a, on a happier note, um, I think now, with the talk of getting tired and feeling a little bit sluggish in those multiplayer games, I think this is time for a word from our sponsor. Take it away, boy! Okay, guys, guys, we're almost there. We almost got it. Just gonna give me, like, two more two more levels. Two more levels. I, okay, I almost got my cue. Uh, anyone else got anything? It's gonna be two more tries, two more tries. We got this, guys. Uh, I don't think I can do another crush, guys. What do you mean? We've been working on this for hours. Ah, uh, I'm beat. Right. Oh, we're too tired to get to the play. No, she needs to continue. I don't care what people say. Just leave us. No, I'm done. Good night, guys. Whoa! What do you think you're doing? You can't leave your boys alone in that dungeon. I'm way too tired to continue playing. Aw, oh, that's straight up noob talk. What you need is FPS powder. FPS powder is the sugar-free, gluten-free, lactose-free, taste-free, no-holds-barred explosive energy supplement for gamers. It is specially made from the finest ingredients to maximize your FPS, not only in the game, but in real life. Most other gamer energy supplements take hours to kick in, but not FPS powder. One sniff and you're ready faster than your SSD can load up your favorite game. I know what you're thinking. Hey, Northern Narrator dude, that just sounds like cocaine. Well, fuck you. I'm a true Chad gamer. Oh, let's fucking go! FPS powder. Overclock your body today! Welcome back to the show! So as we were saying before, we are talking about the evolution of gaming habits and how we change as gamers over time and look back on the way we used to be and cry because we want to go back to that, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was a time in your life and in your gaming life, Dan, that you would like to go back to. Have you ever thought about that um, before? Kind of, um, but it, it kind of—I I, guess—kind of the the days I miss having well, when it comes to gaming, I guess, are would be. It was, I'd say, the the best times were playing Monster Hunter on the PSP or oh, the, PSP. the yeah. uh later on the 3DS. Uh, like when you when you like meet up to play games with people. It's why is one reason why I like the fact that Rise has come to uh Monster Hunter Rise is on the Switch. I haven't picked it up yet, but it's the portability of it and like Yeah. You know, obviously I know, I know exactly not in a pandemic. Mean, yeah. yeah, but the but the option to be like, oh hey, like come over and let's just like do a Monster Hunter land for a day. Or getting <laughs> basically getting just lost in a playthrough of like skyrim or or fallout 4 and just exploring and, and dicking around um 
But those those would be kind of kind of the days I miss. The kind of when when you when you could afford to just spend a lot of time playing games. Yeah. Uh without um <laughs> without any um opportunity cost, I guess is the phrase I'm going to use. I, yeah, for no, this. I I I think I get what you mean, yeah. I think for for me for me it's um I miss I miss the days when I used to be like I used to be like an achievement hunter of sorts. I used to pride myself on my amazingly large throbbing gamer score, which now is actually fucking, you know, as below average as anything, which is the story how, of my how, fucking life. What is your gamer score? I don't know. It's like 50 or 60,000 or something like that. I, I, I genuinely don't remember. I haven't. I'm going to tell you what mine is. I haven't right bothered to check. Because... But one of the achievements that I always wanted to get. Uh, there's actually a couple that I always wanted to get, but never never had the patience or the skills to do it, was um, the Seriously Achievements from uh, from Gears. That was one. Uh, I don't actually know how to... Oh, it's, oh man, it's only 47,000. Ugh. Ugh, it's even... The gamer score is uh, 85,868. Yeah, see, I told you, I'm, I'm insanely below average, but either way... Um, but yeah, no, um, my, one of my favorite achievements that I, I remember getting, and this is the time that I would love to go back to when I had this dedication and drive to to get, was kill a zombie with every single item in Dead Rising 1. And I remember printing out, because we, we had to print shit out back in the day, um, uh, basically every single melee weapon and then all the shop listings where they were and I would literally just spend my my week or so after school just kicking off every single one of them and scratching each off until I finally got them all. Um, I don't think I've actually completed it in the end because it was something like, you know, drink every drink, eat every edible object, wear every clothes and just do everything, which is one of my more coveted achievements, but... Yeah, that, that those type of days, I would love where, like, I'm sitting there and I have the game on the television and the Wikipedia with like every secret item location on my laptop, and I'm just going through it all, mm-hmm. just just picking each of them out and and filling that weird little void that I have in my in my system. I miss that. And for some reason, I always come back to, and I don't know why I come back to it the most, um, anytime I talk about tasks that I would I would be doing, is collecting the skulls in, in Halo 3. I don't know why oh, yeah. that's in my head so much, that I, I enjoyed it so much, but um, I think it was just like unlocking the, the fucking uh, grunt birthday party thing was just like the best thing ever. And the, grunt the possibility- birthday party school? Hmm? What's the process for that? I genuinely don't remember. I remember there was a, there was a level anyway that sticks in my head, <clears throat> and I, I I don't think I'll, I don't think we have time or have the mental ability to even explain it. But it was it was in a, like a, a valley and a canyon of some sorts, and you come up to uh, basically I think there's like a, a base inside the mountain. You go up a ramp. Uh, you go up a ramp and then there's there's arches so basically uh, an arch from the the rock down 
uh, into the platform. There's two scorpions. That was the tank, wasn't it? Weren't they scorpions? Yes. Oh, it's... There was two um, scorpions. It's on the level that... I know which one you're talking about. And then it's you on have the to basically it's... go on to the... You need to jump onto the arches and then you scale and walk along the cliffs, the rocks along the cliff, and it's like... It's just sitting sitting on one of the, the rocks on top of the the canyon. That one. Yeah. I love that shit. I don't know why I... I remember the... The one, the, the one that gave me the most trouble was the I would have been your daddy skull. Oh yeah, uh, jumping through the halo ring or the rings, wasn't yeah. it? And the reason why, yeah, the reason why it gave me trouble was because I every time I tried to do it, I loaded from a checkpoint. But skulls don't spawn if you load from any of the rally points in a campaign level. You have to start oh, the level from the very beginning. Scummy. How dare you, Bungie? Fuck's sake! It was just a, a real niche thing that they did. Um, Man, I forgot, yeah, about like, that. I forgot about that skull. Like, Good lord. When it when it comes to you know multiplayer games these days, I think um and you've probably noticed like I've been kinda not online as much for them. Oh yeah, no, that, um, that's understandable, yeah. But it is purely because like I'm I'm at this really weird point where like I'm not like giving up gaming, fucking god forbid, right? But <laughs> definitely I'm like I know if I if I just hop into a Discord or if I fire up a multiplayer game, I'm going to lose the rest of my fucking day to that thing. And yeah. I am not going to get the other things I want to do with my time done unless I <laughs> unless I avoid doing, unless I avoid just fucking playing games. Because it's it's the trap with games is that they are, it, it, it's very easy to to lose a lot of time to them. They should be a reward. They shouldn't be the, uh, like, at least this is how I think of them now. They should be the reward. They shouldn't be the the default behavior yeah I, I remember talking to someone about this where like i'd come home from work uh make dinner and then just sit down and play PUBG. oh yeah and like that's for me for for speaking just for myself no no I, one I listening to this fucking judge yourselves based off this this is just <laughs> the standard i hold myself to Go on. um it, it's no way to to live or spend your time because they're I probably could have, like, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed it, and I did some fucking sick shit in PUBG, um, but there, there's probably other more productive things I could have done that I would, but would be as proud or prouder of for having done, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel for, for myself in a way, it kind of, once again, hit home a little bit when a friend of mine who, who's not a gamer, um, but he, I think I was streaming a concert, so I invited him to the Discord um, to watch it with me. And he stayed in, he stayed in the Discord, I'm pretty sure he's still there. But I was playing Tarkov, and I played it, was, I was like two or three hours into it or something like that. And he sent me a message, because on Discord it shows how long you've been playing uh, said game. And mm -hmm. he was like, Jesus Christ, you've been playing that game for, for over three hours now. You know? You know, do you, you think that's like, that's a bit insane or something like that? And it, it was basically the, pointing out the fact that I've been spending a lot of time on this. And I'm like, three hours isn't that, is, is, is three hours considered fucking long? Is it? Shit? It depends Fuck. on how much time an individual has, you know? But By, by like, the way, this was, this know. was during the, this was during the fucking big mad lockdown where even I was stuck at home. Uh, hmm. So yeah. Like I I love that that period because uh, gaming was gaming was like the the thing that 
almost kept me going. Like I remember with with our mutual friend Scylla, um, it was literally a routine thing of how the days went that I like two o'clock between two and a half to me and him were on to to grind away at at Tarkov because it just wiped as well. And um yeah, no, it it was fucking great. But I think when when it comes to as you say, you you just sink into it. It's been a long time since I've actually lost myself in in games like that, where like I completely lose track of time. It actually only happened the only the the, the other day when I was playing Crackdown, where I was just, I wasn't like focused in it, and I was like, oh fuck, it's half three in the morning. Oh no. Yeah. But that was like I. Yeah. No, I actually I kind of felt a little bit a little bit nostalgic and a little bit. I felt like 10 years younger at that point. I really fucking did. And then realized that, oh, fuck, I'm in work in the morning. And this is going to be rough. But no, it was worth it when I completed that game. But it <laughs> is. It's, 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 it is fascinating to see how everything has evolved now. And, like, it, it, most, of the, most of the people that are listening to this now, we, we all live in this weird fucking age of... Of content creation, where literally anything you do is considered content, uh, even to the point now you can make money off of uh, tweet and bum, and you can sell that tweet for fucking Dogecoin. Let's or not talk whatever. about NFTs. Okay, but I'm Let's just saying not. we We're can. <laughs> okay, there's a there's a possibility out there. Okay, you you can sell shit online. Like I I could sell this bottle cap, which I'm going to throw and see does it make a noise. It did. I could have sold that now as a piece of art, you know? But you can also make money playing video games now. So, for some people, spending fucking 3 to 12 hours a day playing video games is literally their livelihood now. And, like, it, it literally... Modern, modern gaming now literally defies every single thing that we were probably taught growing up. Like, in, in the 90s. How do you mean? Okay. It, it's basically like that. Spending so long playing games, will amount, you'll amount to nothing in your life if you if you just do that. No, oh, I could be an esports player. I could be a Twitch streamer who then gives up and starts flounging around in a hot tub out the back. But still, you're still making money. Uh, going back to exactly what I mean about how everything we're said, we were told is fucking wrong. Don't sit too close to that television or you'll go blind. When now we have fucking VR headsets, which is literally a screen attached to our eyes. Like, you know, it's, I just, I just found, I just find it fucking fascinating how, and then once again, you think all of this has only happened in the last like 20 years or so. Like, bear in mind, they, they were dabbling with virtual reality back in the 80s. Uh, I think it was either the late 80s or early 90s with the virtual boy, for example. Yeah. God help them. God fucking help them. But like the the tech was there and then like the motion controller gloves that we have now for the Vive and the Oculus, the the fucking power glove was that. It was shite, but it was that, you know? I don't think it was quite the I don't think they're quite you comparable. Control, you control games with your hands. Yeah, but you're like the the kind of things we have today will be haptic feedback, which is on a whole other level to ask, the fucking Nintendo Power Glove. It's fucking, it's you wiggle your finger, the thing moves, and it's like, oh, magic. Pretty sure. Fucking pretty magic. Sure 
you'd have your mammy okay. fucking throwing holy water over it because it's demented and then it's broken. You have to bring it back to chart busters because it's fucked. Like, that's my childhood. It's 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 not really. I, I never had a pair of glove. I was that was way before my time. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, I I just think it's a fascinating subject and I would love to look into it more. But uh, I don't know about you about you, Daniel Sam, but uh, I think have we have we kept the people longer than we should? Do you think they need to get back to work or their their current um. toilet bathroom break has gone on way too long? <laughs> I think, uh, I think we can we can wrap it up there, yeah. Just remember, everybody, if you're listening to this on the toilet and you're feeling a little bit guilty, just remember that age-old rhyme. My boss makes a dollar while I make a dime, and that's why I poop on company time. See? Words to live by. So... For the outro, guys, um, just to one thing we need to say, uh, mm-hmm. the ad in this video is satirical and uh, or the ad in this video, the ad in this podcast is satirical and does not represent any real product at the time of publishing. Uh, but thank you for listening to this episode of Content Not Available. Uh, Content Not Available is published on a bi-weekly schedule on most podcast platforms. Woo! Consider sharing this podcast with a friend or loved one um, because podcast recommendations make for great gifts. You can follow Content Not Available on Facebook and you can follow Adam at Acroview and Dan at Too Dan Easy. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Good night, boys. This is where the advert plays. Then we do it. Then we edit this out. And then we go and we do it again.